0: So the names Homer Simpson, George Jetson, and Fred Flintstone all describe one thing in the world. Well, besides laughter and being some of the most amazing cartoons out there, these are people, are characters. Characters in a cartoon. But can cars be described as having character as well? Or are they just giant blocks of steel to get us from point A to point B? Not every single one of them is built with a specific interest in mind. Some of them are built to give you the image of something else. And some of them just give you the appeal. In aspects of the design or parts of it, something either out of this world or belonging to this world. So today on Autolux, we're going to talk about character vehicles. Autolux Podcast coming to you anytime, anywhere from around the globe on any major streaming site from Autolux.net. Welcome back to the Autolux Podcast. I am your host as always, the doctor to the automotive industry, Mr. Everett J. Coming to you from our main website, Autolux.net. If you haven't been there, stop by the website and take a look. Remember, autolux.net Check out the Corporate Links website and find automotive companies from around the globe on the autolux.net website. And we'd also like to give a thanks out to podbeam.com. So no matter what streaming service you're listening to this podcast on, whether it be Spotify, Amazon Music, or iTunes, you can thank Podbeam for getting us out there. Thank you. And we'd like to give a shout out to our new friends over at Feedspot. If you haven't been there, it's the internet's largest curated database of bloggers and podcasts. And yes, you can find the Autolux podcast there. And if you're really looking for more content similar to ours, you could check out Feedspot for the 15 best Canadian automotive podcasts. And you will find the Autolux podcast sitting right there in front of you, along with some other greats from this great nation. And that website, again, check it out. Go over to Feedspot.com, sign yourself up, take a check out and listen to some great stuff, read some great stuff and go over, check it out at Feedspot. So like I said in the beginning, we're talking about character vehicles. Now if you don't know what a character vehicle is or what some character traits are, we do have what we call the character awards on the autolux.net website on the rate tab. Character awards are given to vehicles that embody some form of soul or product or inspiration or signature from something or somebody in the world. No, we're not talking about a McLaren Senna just because it has Ayrton Senna's name. We're talking about vehicles like the Viper, the Nissan Juke, the Geely GC2, the Fiat Multipla, and even a Nissan GTR. Now, how are these vehicles all connected and why do they all have characters? Character aspects, gotta think about it. The Shelby Cobra had a Cobra as its name, but when the Viper was designed by an outside counterpart, he decided to use the head of an actual Viper snake to start his image off. So in the end, the front end image portrayed on the original Dodge Viper is that of a Viper snake. It gives you the illusion that this thing is a snake. It's out to get you. It doesn't just have the name of an animal. It has the character traits of that animal. Now, some vehicles actually get their animal traits just by their image. Look at the Nissan Juke. First generation of the Nissan Juke looked a lot like either a frog or even some people even said like an alligator poking its head out of the water. It was an odd vehicle. It didn't give you the exact image of that and that's not where they were going, but It gave you a character reference to something else. Something that Volkswagen did with their very first vehicle, the Beetle. Its hard shell image even characterized an actual Beetle. And how hard outer shell swooping back and then the little spot in the front for its head. It was a character. But character isn't always its exterior image. Character can also be the lines that are dragged along a vehicle. Character lines are one of those significant options that must be found on every major vehicle out there. It gives it, as we call, character. Take a look at the Tesla Cybertruck. Its flat body panels insinuate zero character whatsoever. It's essentially a brick. Its headlights are the only thing that distinguish it as being more sinister-looking than a standard vehicle, whereas something like the Ferrari FF embodied the wide mouth bass grille, as I always said, the smiley face, that really started coming out in the early 2000s. This was a character trait. Did you just think it was a coincidence that everybody started designing these grills that looked like giant happy faces? It was a character trait. If you take a look at the Ferrari FF and you look at it straight on, it smiles at you. And its headlights give you the character image that it's smiling. But behind that smile is something a little bit darker. It is the character traits of something other than itself. Not every vehicle can follow these lines. Like we said with the Viper, it was designed from an actual snake. So it wanted to show you that it was a snake itself. And by utilizing the headlights to look like eyes, this snake was a little bit more real than the rest. But and yet, the Viper really didn't have a lot of defining character lines. The engine exhaust port that comes out the side of the vehicle, It's one of those very limited character features in that vehicle. It has swooping lines, so it really doesn't give you any hard edges. Then you move into Cadillac in the early 90s with their hard-faced designs. That gives you a ton of character. But like we said, there are a lot of other weird vehicles that give you a character image. The Fiat Multipla. One of the most hideous looking vehicles ever. I can't even fathom the reason why this vehicle would ever even make it past the design stage. And who would say, that looks good. Let's create it. Its image behind it even looks like a sad face. It even looks to itself like it wants to be brought out to a field and shot. Like Its character image is that of failure similar to that of the pontiac aztec its character traits portrayed it as a loser car not unlike a mercedes slr from 1999 even though it had long lines its character references made sure that even with its dual bubble headlights the people would understand that this vehicle is fast this vehicle means business and it doesn't need an angry looking character trait on its front end to prove to you that it means business Headlights are one of the main things that have always given us that character image to the front end. Headlights and grills. A grill can change the front end of a vehicle. It can give you the image of the vehicle. It can help portray the vehicle in any form you want. Hell you can even make your company stand out compared to the competition and adding in the right headlights can give the front face of your vehicle its own definitive look. So by adding character traits of double-edged headlights or even the stupid claw lights that were coming out in the late 2010s you can add more character to your vehicle and that's one of those things that you actually need when designing vehicles without any character aspects your vehicle is just one giant gelatinous blob take a look at a Tesla Model Y without any hard definitive character lines along it it is a blob there's no character reference or trim or accents or anything that distinguish the headlights from the front-end design of the vehicle. There's no creases in the hood line. There are no creases along the side tails. It is a blank slate. It's neutral, similar to that of the Cybertruck. So, in a sense, it's a vehicle that has no character. It could never be a Homer Simpson. It could just be John Smith. That's it. No, doesn't matter if he's John Smith from 1882 or John Smith from 1982. It's still John Smith. He's not a Homer Simpson he doesn't have the character trait to be a homer simpson homer has all of his own main character traits even has his own taglines how many vehicles out there can you think of that had their own character image or taglines the mustang its name embodies its soul and it gives you the character reference to horses running through a field because in a sense it's named after a type of horse a mustang does that just give it a character reference? No. The Mustang also utilizes character lines and features to make it seem a little more attractive to the buyer. By adding more hard edge lines to it, it could differentiate itself from that of the competition of the Camaro and Challenger who lack definitive character lines. The Challenger just looks like a giant steel shell dropped on a frame. The Camaro, Looks like a Transformer on the road, but a Mustang has the character image of the Mustang. It's wild it's free it's out there and that's what we like to say you know some vehicles embody this character appeal they have their own image they have their own appeal you can laugh they could be sad they could be happy they could be angry like how many vehicles have you seen out there that look like they're angry i don't know i saw a meme before it was the back end of an old of an old lincoln that showed it said where did you park the car oh next to the vampire looking car character reference. If you're in China and you find the, a 2012 Cherry QQME, you could say you're next to the fish or park next to a Ferrari FF you could say I'm next to the happy car or I'm next to the sinister car the character aspects of that vehicle gave it the image like we said that the Geely GC2 if you take a look at it you can automatically get its character reference just by looking at the front end of it you could tell that this vehicle is in reference to a panda yes a bear a panda bear they used features and character lines An aspect to create the image of a panda out of a car. So the car embodies that soul. It has character, which is funny because a vehicle that that lacks highly in character and soul has its own name as that, a soul. Then again, some vehicles may embody their own real life character without even knowing it. A Nissan GTR does not look like Godzilla in any way, but it is known as character reference as being Godzilla it is the ultimate most powerful city destroying vehicle out there it is godzilla but why it doesn't look like it It doesn't have reference to it but it still is godzilla Now, like we said character aspects of vehicles can help shape them and can help create them it can help create an aura around a vehicle and like we said some vehicles get character aspects to make them look bland Make them look boring, make them look crazy, make them look powerful, make them look evil. The front end of a Bugatti Chiron makes it well known that this vehicle is fast, it's mean, and it wants some. Whereas a Fiat 500 parked next to it looks like a sad lost dog looking for somebody. It's just sitting lonely in that parking lot. It has a character image of loneliness. Have you ever heard the aspect that everybody chooses a vehicle based on what they like? Your vehicle is the embodiment of your soul and the embodiment of your character. And for people who buy vehicles and put aftermarket parts on them, it really becomes the vehicle of your soul. It becomes your character as an automobile. I used to think this wasn't true, but it's similar to that of breaking in your transmission and feathering your brake with ABS. They are things that are true. You don't floor it in snow character aspects that define a vehicle between the person who buys it are true i know bland and boring people who own bland and boring vehicles i know wild and crazy and outgoing people that have powerful vehicles I know I have rough and tough people that I have met, that drive big vehicles. Then there's the show off people, that's their character image. I'm better than you, I have more stuff than you, that's why I have the vehicle that gives us the appearance of that. It's your character image. Lines, accents, grills, headlights, all of that can be added to a car. Aftermarket modifications can be added to a car. But in the end, does that vehicle embody the soul of your personal character? When it's designed? it doesn't. But what makes you choose one vehicle over the other? For myself, my character image is more of that of a Toyota RAV4 and a Mazda CX-50 compared to a CR-V. The character image, the rough and rugged Toyota front face, is more in line with my character image than the sleek, smooth, I'm better than you of a Honda CR-V. It's essentially the difference, the character lines and character image between Ferrari and Lamborghini why are there differences and why do some people prefer one over the other it's the character it's the aspect we can add in character features to create a panda a happy face or snake but really in the end it all comes down to the person who's going to purchase it are there enough character features to make you want to buy that vehicle and when not every single vehicle out there has character aspects you have to ask yourself then what's the point if there's no character with that vehicle who would buy it but there are people who don't have a character inside of them so really all in all character comes down to many many different aspects of a vehicle but in the end it's really your character your homer simpson or your fred flintstone that defines the character of the vehicle you're purchasing a bland and boring person with a bad attitude is more likely to purchase the kia soul which is soulless As opposed to the Kia Stinger, which is wild and fun and outgoing. It has the character image of fun and crazy. When your character image does not apply to that, you are less likely to purchase it. Not every vehicle in the world has a character image behind it. A lot of them are just, as we say, cars. A Ford Taurus has zero character behind it. The last generation of North America started to have a little bit more character features than the first generation ever did. But look at how many of the original sold. A characterless, lifeless, soulless vehicle doubled up by millions of people who were essentially just sheep in the world and didn't care that their vehicle had zero character. Character aspects can also change your view of a vehicle. Hell, they can even make the vehicle appear different and fun, whereas last year if you check our character words, you'll find one from BID where it seems that Zorro left his mark. Just a character line feature to the side of a vehicle, but it helped break it up. Dodge Charger had that in the original aspect of the character line from front to rear being broken up so it didn't get boring. They're not just intakes, exhaust ports, body cladding, headlights, grills, spoilers. They're not just add-ons to a vehicle. They all embody some portion of character. Character which brings out the actual image of the vehicle. So really, in all reality, every vehicle has its own character image, even if it's lifeless and soulless. It still has the character image of being bland and boring. Do we wish we had more character features in some of these vehicles? Yes, something like the Tesla Cybertruck does require a little bit more character into it. Because without it, it's essentially a lifeless vehicle. Character helps define a vehicle compared to the competition, and character helps you better differentiate yourself from your coworkers, from your friend, from your family character is similar to that of customizing your vehicle whereas customizing your vehicle is essentially adding your piece of character to that automobile so the next time you see somebody adding all of these horrible horrible character accents and hideous bits to the vehicle just think to yourself they may have ruined the actual character image of that vehicle but in all sense it now embodies the character soul of that owner so if you like this podcast, please like, share, or comment with friends, family, hell, even coworkers about this. Send it off to everyone and annoy your boss. Send it to him and say, hey, I see that you drive a Prius. Well, that's a vehicle that has zero character, so I can tell you that you probably have zero personality. Character image is everything. And after you send it out and annoy everybody with this podcast, or please like, share, comment on any of our social feeds, stop by the website autolooks.net, take a look, take a gander at some of the ratings, corporate websites, and even our other podcasts. We got over a hundred of them. Take a check and listen to a couple more. See what you like and see what piques your interest. You might learn something new and you might have new questions to ask. Drop us a line and ask us a question. Ask us something that you would like us to answer for you you. So for myself, Everett J, and the whole Autolux team here, strap yourself in for this one characteristic ride from Autolux.